0: Everything you need to know in order to succeed in marriage, from practical advice to current events, this is the EXO Podcast. Now here's your host, Brent Evans.
1: Welcome again to the EXO Marriage Podcast brought to you by Marriage Today. I'm your host, Brent Evans. We've got an exciting episode today for you. We're talking about military marriages, and we know that first responders, military families, they are under a lot of stress. It's a high impact uh, relationship, and so we're going to be talking about that today. We have two special guests from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. You don't want to miss them coming up, and we'll be having some giveaways as well on the podcast. But just want to let you know that this is a season that we've been doing of the EXO Marriage Podcast. We'll be breaking for the summer and coming back this fall. We have EXO Rockford; it's in Illinois this fall. We also have EXO Austin, and potentially another date. We'll be releasing uh, the, over the summer. So. Sexo season has been phenomenal. We've had a lot of great guests, a lot of fun times talking about marriage and interviewing a lot of people about how to have a better relationship. So welcome again. Thank you for joining us. Facebook Live is also with us. We're going to be talking a lot about marriage today and military. It's almost Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And May is Chuck for believe it. Yeah, a lot of opportunities to celebrate and remember military and vet- veterans out there. And so I'm excited about the podcast today. Also with me today is Ashley Greenwood, soon to be Ziegler. Week and a half. Week and a half away. Can't believe it. I'm getting all these um, uh, hashtags, Ada Ziegler. Ada Ziegler. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Pretty creative, right?
1: That's right. And Seth Morrow is also with us. He's from the Marriage Today team. What He's he talking about uh, all the military stuff that we're doing today. He's been helping to coordinate that with the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. He's a big part of the team. So we're excited about today.
2: Yes. Well, um, one of the aspects that we're talking about today is social media in your marriage, but I feel like we can't talk about marriage or social media without talking about the royal wedding. And I've been told that I have to carry this whole segment because they do not care about the royal wedding. Uh, But I think there were you know millions and millions of people we were all watching on Saturday, and it was beautiful. It's historic. It's a fairy tale. It's happening. An American actress, a commoner marrying a prince. I mean, that's exciting for a lot of people. Uh, according, apparently not to you guys, right? Well,
1: I just heard, of, uh, there was a couple that I, I heard, or I don't know, a couple, but a woman hosted a party at 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm.
2: I had a lot well, of friends trying to do
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it, that level of interest is not there mm-hmm. for me. Now, I watched a few clips of it, and I can appreciate the beauty of the, the, the church and mm-hmm. the, obviously the matrimony and all of that. It was very, it was very great. Yeah. It, it was awesome to see that happen. But in terms of like that or... 10,000 other things, yeah. I'll give the highlights. And, <laughs> you know, well, I, I and it's different
2: if it was, you know, maybe when Princess Diana, like we didn't have DVR or something, but the fact that I'll just watch the entire whole ceremony, maybe at seven o'clock when I can.
1: That makes more sense. Yes.
2: But there were a lot of people watching like live in person and posting all over social media, which I'm very thankful that, um, You know, unfortunately, I saw on social media a lot of stuff was negative about her dress and her, um, you know, makeup and appearance. And it does just show how powerful social media is and that quick response of people being able to comment, compare, and judge. As someone that's getting married in a week and a half, I'm like, I would not want people, you know, talking about my dress that way. But that's just the kind of the culture that we're in that we have all of the pictures immediately.
1: Yeah, I will say the um, the best part that I saw was when the bishop. Spoke about mm-hmm. um, love, yeah, and he said two people fell in love. and We all showed up, and he went on this whole. It was really great. Mm-hmm. He was he was preaching mm-hmm. about love and how everything hinges upon love, and God mm-hmm. is love, and yeah. you you cannot be powerful in your life without love, and we can't be good to one another. You mm-hmm. can't solve the world problems without love, mm-hmm. and turned their wedding into this a opportunity. Sermon. Yeah, to really showcase the gospel of Christ.
2: I mean, I was thinking alone in that chapel, if you think about the influence that those people have, and then you think of the millions that were watching, I was even just like praying. It sounds like over spiritual, but it really is crazy to think about the gospel being reached to that many people and what the power of that can mean and how many lives can be transformed.
1: Yeah. It was cool. George Clooney was there. He was.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I think he was there because of his wife, yeah, Amal, sure. not just him. <laughs> we'll see. What'd you think, Seth?
3: It's cool. I watched the highlights on YouTube, yeah. uh, but I slept in, unfortunately. Slept in. So, um, yeah, I, I love that sermon that he gave and put the gospel on the the world stage. There, um, so cool seeing it in 2018. Uh, you know, at a, at a royal wedding, mm-hmm. uh, still seeing the gospel preached and mm-hmm. such a powerful and culturally revenant, relevant message. Uh, and today even the
2: as well. you know, there's so much to go into, like the cultural relevance of having a, a biracial woman married mm-hmm. in. Um, is it? Basically, all of the you know slavery comparisons and how important that was—that that wedding was happening there—and you know how much breakthrough we've come from and where our country's at. I think it was really important.
1: You can tell they're in love. I mean, they look they look happy, and I, I heard a story um, that he's going to wear a wedding ring, and mm-hmm. most other uh, like Charles and William, they don't wear royal procedure mm-hmm. doesn't put you in the situation where you can wear a wedding ring he's actually kind of breaking that yeah. trend I thought that was great I, they really yeah. do feel like they are on on a mission to stay married mm-hmm. and they're not just mm-hmm. doing it to get uh, to get attention mm-hmm. That's
2: I did see a meme though online and it said how low is our bar that he says you look amazing and every woman in the world <laughs> is like oh my gosh head over heels when it's at his wedding he said she <laughs> looks amazing but anyways it was sweet. Uh, Okay, back to uh, social media. One of the articles we have today, it's from Psychology Today, and it was just talking about um, what the influence of comparison on our marriages and other people's, um, you know, comparing your life to other people's life on Facebook, whether it looks perfect or, um, you know, it looks like they never fight, maybe they have so much money, all these different ways, and and how it can uh, negatively impact your marriage and kind of setting a precedence to not let that come in between and then also to not foster that in other people, maybe whether that's bragging or, you know, posting things that would be inappropriate. But I mean, I definitely see how that can be a huge issue with people reconnecting on social media through direct messages or, um, you know, just spending so much time looking at people's pictures, whether that's an ex or just someone else.
1: Yeah. I I thought it was interesting. The article was talking about how you can just through going through your field, say Instagram, and comparing your life to people's lives, mm-hmm. you can enter into this relationship with them that's detaching you from your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, whenever you're seeing another family or another you know woman or man, and you think, you know, they have I don't know a better lifestyle than my, they're they're wealthier mm-hmm. or they're better looking or whatever it is than the person I'm married to or the, the family that I have, in your mind you're already detaching yourself mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the place that you're yeah. in, and it's been do- going on for. Mm-hmm obviously thousands of years because one of the one of the commandments is don't envy your neighbor's wife that's good but there's so much mm-hmm. on social media mm-hmm. to be able to do that nowadays just through flipping through and it's such mm-hmm. a habit that we get and even into subconsciously doing yeah.
2: that or putting yourself they're talking about it automatically puts you in a situation where you're used to comparing so whether you're comparing them or then you start criticizing your spouse because you're already in that critical um you know mindset it's
3: real yeah. you don't even realize you're doing it either no even with the smallest things uh
2: Yeah, I think it's good to have those safeguards. Another interesting article we found was just talking about, which is no surprise to us, that couples that make it through hard times in their life and struggles in their marriage often come out on the other side with a much stronger uh, marriage. And I did uh, think of a quote that Jimmy has, and it says, uh, couples that can make it through the trenches of life uh, come out as best friends. And, you know, like, coming out of a hard time and continuing to work on it, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but should bond your relationship and make you a stronger uh, unit that's able to tackle a lot of different things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's so true. And this is a recent study. I find these fascinating when they take couples and they, they sort of put measurements into place for relation, mm-hmm. relational health and they can showcase that, you know, this is what happens by and large mm-hmm. as a whole when couples do certain things. And what happens? In the first twenty years of marriages, there's kind of a decline. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, if you can get past mm-hmm. those stopping points, whether it's yeah. the seven year itch or it's the MTS kids going syndrome, to college, exactly. Whatever it is, if you can get past that, your trajectory for happiness mm-hmm. and having the marriage of your dreams just goes so high. Mm-hmm. And so but most some so many people nowadays, and my dad describes this as a small front door and a big Mm -hmm. back door, meaning that, you know, you're not getting married as much. And then whenever you do get married, there's a big open back door that allows you to get out whenever you want to. And that's our society these days is where really couples aren't committed. Mm -hmm. They don't have that covenant mindset. And so whenever there's, I don't know, any sort of bump in the road, Mm
2: -hmm. you can tap out. You don't have to fight through it and there's nothing to, uh, really make you feel bad about that because that's what our culture says you can do.
1: And the perspective of both of you guys, you've been married for a couple years now. Yeah. Uh, How long have you been married? Uh, Less than two years. What's your wife's name? Kaylee. Hey Kaylee, what's up? (laughs) Uh, Talk about, I mean think about your journey so far and think about being married until you're in your 70s or 80s and how do you, how are you guys putting processes in places today that can get you there?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about, uh, cause we courted, uh, so we had, you know, we weren't dating for years and years and years. Uh, so altogether I've known her less than five years. Um, and then putting it in the grand scheme of things where we plan on spending, you know, the next 80 years together. Um, so even from the time we started dating, Uh, It was important for us to just lay down, um, you know, a foundation of communication, um, talking through conflict and just being really intentional about um, being transparent, talking about what's on each other's heart. And, um, you know, if you don't do that in the small times and whenever things get tough, you're not going to be able to just pull that card out of your uh, back pocket and expect to know how to work that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, doing it with the small things and then being prepared for, uh, you know, the droughts or the the dry seasons, so to speak. It's Uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah
2: even just having an understanding of like no we're getting married and james and i have talked about this especially in the beginning like we're getting married and like we're sticking together even if like you hate me after this like we're sticking together this is for life like no matter the challenges that we come obviously there's issues that come up that can negate divorce but that's not our plan like no matter what happens we're going to fight through it and we're going to have that commitment no matter what
1: mm-hmm. yeah no it's good and you know you'll both work for marriage ministry. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to keep your marriage priority. Okay. That's part (laughs) of the job description. You have to
2: keep working on it. You have to keep pursuing each other.
1: You do. And even with my father being a marriage expert and me working here, you still have to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. There's still Mm -hmm. principles that you still have to Mm -hmm. adhere to or your marriage can go uh, the wrong way. And so that's good. And it's good to hear perspective of how you're thinking about marriage, walking into it and me Mm -hmm. being married for 20 years, knowing that it's still the little things you do every single day that make a difference in the happiness Mm -hmm. in your home. And things can come into play. It isn't even something that you ask for, sickness. People Mm -hmm. get diagnosed with things every single day that affect their relationship. Infertility that we Mm -hmm. we kind of walk through a little bit. Miscarriage, whatever it is that people are walking through, Mm -hmm. it can make the relationship, um, it can put it in jeopardy. The happiness, the intimacy, and Mm -hmm. all sorts of things. And you, can get, behind, you mm-hmm. can get past those sorts of uh, hurdles. Um, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You have to have the spiritual you know, component in there as well. But what this study is saying is if you can just push through the rough patches, your marriage can be awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so, so nice to hear it from an outside source. We definitely agree at Marriage Today, but it's nice to see confirmation of that and gives hope to a lot of people. If you're going through something hard, you've got something better on the other side.
1: I don't know how to segue to uh, Foo Fighters, but I saw this article... <laughs> Uh, Foo Fighters came to Dallas, but a, a couple got married during the "Everlong" song at the Foo Fighter con- concert. I thought that was pretty interesting and a great idea to save some money.
2: Like eloping plus having a reception plus being so
1: memorable. Okay. So let me just say this. People spend...
2: So much money. I try not to spend so much money and it's so expensive.
1: On weddings. The average cost is 30000 plus. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the average. Um... You know, flowers, rental of facilities, whatever it is. Photographer. I I could give a you a, I know. A line item. <laughs> so this couple just buys some tickets to the Foo Fighter concert, gets yeah. it done with, and is gonna have the best memory. At least they were on
2: the floor seats. I mean they had you know the good spot. <laughs> well this is I mean, you know, <laughs> they invested somewhere. To
1: be able to say, Hey, where'd you get married? The Food Fighters concert. I don't know. It's where it's where they wanted to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Here's to hoping their marriage lasts ever long. That's right.
3: There you go. That corny joke
1: of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's, uh, it's great. Okay, so coming up, we are going to be talking to some great people from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. Yes. We have a special clip of Taya Kyle, Chris Kyle's widow. She's awesome. She's a champion for marriages and military marriages. She's got a clip. She was at our Exo Conference this last February. She did a fantastic job about talking about that whole um, environment, first responders, military couples, and what they're going through. So watch this, and we will be right back.
0: Kaya Kyle is the widow of late U.S. Navy SEAL sniper Chris Kyle, commonly known as the American Sniper, after his New York Times best-selling memoir and the Academy Award-winning film that told his story. After his death, Taya founded the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, where she serves as executive director. The mission of the foundation is to honor God, country, and families who serve by providing experiences that strengthen military and first responder families. The Chris Kyle Frog Foundation is helping high-pressure marriages and families not only survive their life of service, but thrive. Taya is also a public speaker, inspiring others to find light in the midst of darkness. Through her story, she articulates the struggle and pain of love, war, faith, and renewal, helping others realize they're not alone. Please welcome Taya Kyle.
4: Okay, you guys are way too nice to me. Thank you very much. I'm really honored to be here. I know people say that sometimes, but I really am. I think marriage is something that not all people get. They don't see the value of it. And I just love seeing all these people here. You're willing to take the time and the investment to care about it. I think you're incredible just for taking that step just to show up here. And you've gotten to hear from all these wonderful speakers and all these people who know the Bible so well. They've been able to quote verses to you and explain things and pronounce words that are too big for me to pronounce. And I'm in awe of it all. And I'm here to just throw a little bit of a wrench in it and do something different. I'm going to dumb it down just a little bit, okay? That's my specialty here. I like to think in pictures. And I like to think in ways that, that I can take a big concept and a lot of nuances and just boil it down into something simple that I can hang on to. So this is my vision. I did a lot of studying, talked to a lot of pastors, and I was like, how do I make this simple? This, what is the purpose of life and why are we here? And why does all this evil exist around us? It's so hard. And I kind of came up with this visual one day. I'm gonna share it with you. I thought, okay, I get it. God's up there. He's got this fallen angel who says, God, you think you're all that? I got this. And God shakes his head. And the angel falls, and the angel like challenges God, right? And God, being all powerful, says, okay. Okay, you want to do this? You want to play this game? You want to see how powerful I am? Tell you what, I'm going to give you this little planet. I'm going to call it earth, and I'm going to put my people down there. Go your hardest. And what I'm going to show you is that these people are still going to need me without even seeing me. These people are gonna look for good because I created them to look for it. They're gonna seek it out, and they're gonna fight against you even though they can't see you. And so I think Satan was like, bring it, right? And so this is how it started. And in Genesis, they say that God regretted it the moment he did it, and not because he made a mistake, but because he was sorry. And I think he knew that all of us were gonna hurt. But he also knew this is team God right? Look for me, I'm here. I'll remind you and I will show you. And I think he told us this is temporary. And I see it as this big chess game between God and Satan. And sometimes we're the pawn, right? I was talking to my son about this philosophy and he was saying, he's a chess player. And he's like, mom, that's what chess is. It's sacrifice and gain, Because I was telling him when I watch this game that Satan and God are playing and we're all pawns in it, I look at it and I think sometimes you're in life and you're like, oh! Like Satan made a move that just makes your, your bones hurt. You know what I mean? And you get chills and you're like, no! And then you're waiting and you're going, well, how did God let that happen? And I feel like God's telling us, wait. Wait, I got this. This is strategy. It's like my son said, it's sacrifice and it's gain. So you think you lost, but just give me a second. And before you know it, it's check and mate. And you're like, oh, there he is, good wins, right? And in the end, it's gonna win. I look at that and I think, okay, if I was Satan, what would I do if I was looking at this earth and I thought I got a lot of people? What am I gonna do and what am I gonna pervert to get their eyes off of God? And I think childhood I'd pervert childhood like crazy if I was Satan. I would look at church, and I'd make sure some people had some hurt in the churches so they wanted to turn their back on it. Because after all, the churches are made up of people, right? And people are sinful, and people fall to temptation, and people have a hard time. That's how it's set up. And then I would go to marriage, and I'd destroy marriage. Because that's a safe haven, right? That's two people full of hope and love and all things that represent God. And if I could pervert that and let them think there's no hope, it was all a lie. Wow, what a success I would be. And sex, easy, right? This one communion that man and woman are supposed to have and share and enjoy each other, man, Satan has done a number on that, right? He's doing good work. And it takes people like us to stop it. We have to be team God, right? We have to have faith that it is a chess game and that sometimes there is a sacrifice, but that there is gain.
1: Hey, we're back with the Exo Marriage Podcast. We're talking about military marriages and first responder marriages today. And I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this podcast episode for so long, too amazing people from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. We have Sam and Taylor with us today.
5: Hi. Ladies. Hello.
1: So, uh, this is this is good for me to be able to have y'all on to talk about what you're doing at the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, because I said this from the very beginning, I don't know that enough people appreciate what the foundation is doing for military marriages, and when I first was introduced to you guys, I thought it was, a, as a, was an aside. It was something that y'all did, sort of in the context of every other thing that military, you know, foundations would do with PTSD or whatever it is. Uh, but really y'all's main focus is marriage. And I'm so excited to be able to showcase that for our audience today. So welcome. Thank you. In a nutshell, no, (laughs) just give a brief, um, sort of Pitch to everyone out there. What is it that the two of you do for the foundation? But what is the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation?
6: Sure. So the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation focuses on the marriages and the families of our first responder and military couples, Um, and so we give them resources that not only strengthen their marriage, but through strengthening their marriage, they're strengthening that family unit. Um, And we also, you know, we put God first and and everything that we do. So um, we're just able to give them different resources that. Give them that safe place to come home to at night. It's
0: mm-hmm.
1: good. Taylor? Yeah.
5: We definitely, um, like Sam was saying, you know, when God is first, then, you know, the foundation is set. And then we can really go to these couples and go to these families and um, recognize them and recognize the struggles that they go through. Because um, marriage is hard. It's not always easy, like y'all were talking about earlier on the show. Um, and then you add a life of service on top of that and it just makes it so much tougher. Um, and so being able to go to them and understanding what they're going through and providing them with resources and professionals that you know, specialized in that and that are culturally competent, um, it really does make a difference. Mm-hmm.
1: Taya mentioned in her talk about, we, we played that clip earlier, 97% divorce rate among SEALs in mm-hmm. that level of armed services. But talk a little bit more about what y'all are seeing in terms of the divorce rates, the stresses on marriages and that sort of thing.
6: Yeah, so the divorce rate within our military and first responders is higher than a civilian marriage. Um they're saying, you know, it's 70, 80, 90% now. So these Marriage is hard, like Taylor said. Marriage is hard no matter what. Um, But then you add your life of service on top of it. And these servicemen and women are seeing the worst of the worst. And then they're coming home and, um, you know, they may be arguing or struggling within that marriage unit, but then they're coming home and, you know, they don't want to talk about their day because maybe they didn't put the laundry away the right way. And so their spouse is just as angry at them, and rightfully so. So, you know, we're giving them and, you know, we want their marriage to be a place that they're running to and not from when it comes to their struggles.
1: Mm -hmm. One of the... um jobs of one of the military couples i remember y'all talking about his full-time job was finding ieds Mm -hmm. in the middle east and that is a stressful job
6: right we can't complain
1: in the states (laughs)
6: exactly (laughs) whenever our days are like
1: man traffic was a little bit Mm -hmm. bad coming over here because there's a wreck on 635 well you know there's just additional amounts of uh, frightening stories and then you know of course if you watch american sniper or movies like that you get a sense of she was a lot of times she was pregnant or with with child Mm -hmm. and and young babies and getting these weird calls where she doesn't know if he's safe or not. And that's got to be an additional, um, just so hard for couples to to adjust back to society. Uh, So the programs that you do, I want to give a little bit more time to get some detail about the foundation. The programs that you do, uh, the retreats, Mm -hmm. and the customization that you do, talk about that and how do people get connected to the foundation?
5: Yeah, so we have four different programs um, that we offer and the best way to get involved with those is to go to our website um, org. There's a nomination process for our retreats um, and so these retreats are really um, our revitalization retreats. They're a time for couples. They can come to us and we get them connected with a licensed coach who can do some coaching sessions with them and really work through communication and um, how to handle conflict so that when they do get to go on this weekend away that they're able to handle conflict and they're able to get away from everything and really focus on each other and just enjoy a weekend I'm um, doing new things and being in new places um, and we also have you know an empowered spouse's retreat for these spouses that um, really get overlooked a lot of times because so the service sure. member is mm. always in the spotlight and so for these spouses that feel like no one understands we're able to bring them together and say we see you we understand Um, and so giving them that same facilitated discussions really helping them you know get out of their comfort zone learn how to shoot learn how to shoot a bow Um, and then we have you know date night outs which we love to partner with y'all and having couples you know come to the exo conferences and giving them those experiences um, that they may not be able to do, whether it's funding or just even thinking through in the planning. Um, and we actually just wrapped up our capstone experience for our Mastering Your Marriage program. Um, and we're actually launching applications for this next round today. Um, but so our MYM program has really been a fun pilot launch for us. We begin with a retreat weekend. Um, it's a three-day retreat weekend, really going through marriage enrichment curriculum that we've worked with some Texas universities to really build out you know, valuable marriage curriculum that's specific for service marriages. Mm. Um, and then to following, you know, this amazing retreat weekend, there's a six month follow up. So not only do you get this information, but you get to build relationships with these other service couples and do life together for six months. And then we wrapped up with a capstone this past weekend and I'm um, just got to catch up with these couples and just seeing them and seeing the relationships that they've built that they may not have never met, you know, these people otherwise um, really was a life changing, life changing weekend. It's
1: really good. Mm-hmm. Powerful um and you all are working really hard across all of the the spectrums of you know military couples and, and families so the application process and then they do the retreats the customization retreats mm-hmm. how many of those y'all are doing a year
6: so this year we have a goal of eighty um and I think we're about thirty five in so far mm-hmm. thirty five thirty six in. yeah you still
1: have you're on the mark you're we're about to be yeah there.
6: <laughs> we're getting there we'll get mm-hmm. there so
1: yeah. Good. Well, that's great. If, if you want to check them out, I encourage you to. The Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, we'll be talking a little bit more in depth. But also Facebook, you can ask them some questions. So if you're a military family, you have some questions for the gals who really, they you're a small team there at Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. So they know what's on the heart of Taya and understand all of the, the nuances of military marriages. If you have a question for them or for Seth, you can ask <laughs> Seth a question. Um, yeah, you, please do that. So put those questions in there. We'll be asking those. If we ask your question today, we'll be giving away some product. But also I want to talk about these challenge coins. We, we just partnered with the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. We're so honored to be a part of it. Um, and this was started with a conversation I know you had with Seth back in the day. And uh, it's kind of developed into this opportunity for us to, we don't do what y'all do and y'all don't do what we do. Mm-hmm. So we can come together and really help um, minister to couples. And we just you know, gave a lot of product to you guys for your retreat this weekend, which we love doing. Mm-hmm. And in return, we we're able to say, hey, if you need help, if you're a military couple and you need help, this is a great foundation to work with. And so we did done these challenge coins. Explain a challenge coin.
6: Sure. So challenge coins were um, from a long, long time ago. It's how military used to kind of um, identify themselves with what branch they were with or what platoon they were with. Um, and now it's kind of more or less... Um, people collect them and it's a collector's item and then they'll hand them when they shake hands and if you have them the next time when you see someone, if you don't, then you're supposed to buy them a drink or anything else, Make and it up it's just some, kind yeah. of like, <laughs> its just supposed to be like almost like a little game, but um, it's more or less just a collector's item, and they're really, really important in the military community.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we've developed these with them, the foundation, and we have two versions: one with uh, Marriage Today on one side, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation on the other side, and one with uh, the foundation on one side, but XO on the other side. If you would like to get one of these, we are giving these away for a donation of any amount. If you go to MarriageToday.com, you can check out our donation page. This supports Marriage Today. It also helps us in our partnership with the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. Go online, give it. If you'll forward your receipt, because these are so new, we don't even have them on our website yet. So we're literally <laughs> just got these in not too long ago. And we're we're uh, putting them um, out there. But if you'd like to get one, we want to give it to you for your gift of any amount. Uh, forward your receipt when you get a don- donation receipt. Forward it to podcast at com, and just let us know which one you want the XO1 or the Marriage day one, and we'll send that to you. All right. So we are going to be coming back to you uh, here pretty quick to answer your questions. So stick around. Sam and Taylor are re- they're ready and waiting for <laughs> all your questions. So make sure those are in there. We'll be right back, watch this clip, and we'll see you
4: soon.: Is this going to get better? Because, you know, this is hard when we were in the military. The SEALs had a 97% divorce rate. Yeah, 97. But Chris and I weren't gonna be a part of that statistic. We were so in love. We had it dialed. I mean, we were fighters. We were passionate, all that stuff. And then before you know it, I'm seeing, oh, that's why. Because military and first responder marriages are hard, and they have things coming at them that other marriages don't have coming at them. It is different. There's a reason for that 97% divorce rate. But I remember seeing my parents and their friends work through those issues, and be happily married, not just married, but happily married down the road. And I saw that, yeah, sometimes you might have rough days, sometimes rough months, and sometimes, unfortunately, you're going to have some rough years, but it doesn't mean it's not worth it. And I remember when I was in my wasteland, when I was in the wilderness, God found his way with me, and he showed me the stream through other people, like my friend who could relate, and her husband was, de- was a SWAT officer down in San Diego, and she was a pediatrician. And one of those times when I was super frustrated with Chris, and she's like, you need a date. You need to date your husband. I'm like, really? We don't even want to look at each other right now, and you want me to go date? Furthermore, you want me to ask? He's the guy, right? Right? But she counseled me through it, and the thing that she said that stuck with me is she said, the time when you want a date the least is the time you need it the most. That stuck with me. It's one of the things that saved us. Because lo and behold, you go on a date, and all of a sudden, you're happy. And you go, God, I don't know why I like you. This is cool. We should do this more often. Right? And I don't have enough time to tell you all the details behind this, but I also had a weekend where my mom overheard a conversation. I happened to be with the kids, and Chris was on a training mission. Long story short she, you know, kind of overheard my conversation and said, you know what, honey, you're never here. I was, we were out of state in the military and she said, but you're here now, I have your kids, I'm getting you a ticket. I want you to fly out and be with your husband because his training was canceled for the weekend. And so all the reasons why I normally could never do that, cost prohibitive, somebody to watch the kids, all of these other things, I win. And it's one of my favorite memories. You know what we did? We stayed in that hotel room and never left yeah, it sounds super hot, right? Okay, we napped because we had young kids and we didn't get to do that together anymore. Both napped during the day together. Are you kidding me? It was amazing. Um, we ordered room service, which was a luxury we normally would not have done if someone else hadn't paid for it, right? We went outside and walked around once because we told ourselves we should leave the hotel room. And we just enjoyed each other. So, You know, those are two stories, and there are more, but like I said, I'm keeping it short, but they made all the difference. And then Chris was killed, and the only thing I kept thinking is, you can take his body, but you cannot take his spirit, because I'm the keeper of that for now, and I will keep it alive. And so we started Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, which is a foundation that we wanted to do anyway. We wanted to do something, and I thought, I'm gonna be on Team God right? And Satan can suck it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Welcome back to the XO podcast. We are talking about military marriages today with Sam and Taylor from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. It's a, it's an important topic. And, Mm -hmm. and tell me about other groups that y'all are working with in the space. I mean, is this, do you feel like there is enough attention getting to the military community, or is it underserved?
6: So I think the military community doesn't necessarily have enough um, programs, but the one, you know, we're trying to work on areas that no one else is working on. We're not trying to recreate the, or recreate the wheel. We want to work in an area that, you know, there's not much attention put to and the marriages of our military and first responders, there's no one else doing Mm -hmm. what we're doing and focusing on it and bringing, you know, God into it and focusing on the resources that we're giving them. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were you going to say something to (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we try to give away EXO tickets uh, to military couples. Mm -hmm. It is difficult to get them there. I'm saying that out there. If you're a military couple and you're interested in coming to an conference, we want you to come. We have scholarship tickets available mm-hmm. for, for you if you're a military family, um, but it's honestly hard to get them there. And then when they're there, and, and you can speak into this, a lot of times they don't feel comfortable opening up just to anybody. Mm-hmm. And so having somebody that has a military background helps mm-hmm. to them to go, okay, you understand who I am, right. how I'm wired, what I'm going through. Um, Corey Weathers, I've, I've talked to her. She's one of the... Uh, team members that y'all work with to counsel with people and she has a military inroad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that true am i is, is that universal or is that just something i'm i'm experiencing on my own
6: no i mean it's true we have um, you know the couples that come to us it's really hard um, for them to open up to us because they've been to maybe different resources or therapists um, in the civilian world and those civilian therapists, while they may be great in what they do, they don't understand that service life. So for us, it was really important um, with Corey to get someone who is well-versed in their field, who's great in their field, and who understands the military and the service life and we found that in Corey and we're really grateful mm-hmm. for the work that Corey does for us.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a strong personality and have your A game yes. to talk to some of these guys yes. who are so, you know, they been through basic training they've had sergeants yelling at them they know yeah the chain of command they know when somebody's faking it
3: yeah mm-hmm.
1: so true okay facebook if you have some questions to get them in there we're gonna be asking sam and taylor and seth if you want to ask seth to sing again feel free <laughs> to uh, but we do have um some questions coming in one from trutoya she says how do we find these curriculums for service marriages are they nationwide
5: so we're actually in the process of building that out um, if you go to our website chris frogfoundation.org you can find more information on all of our programs and you can also find areas where you can nominate and apply um so right now our mastering your marriage program is still we just you know came out of our pilot phase um and so this next year will still be um in the Texas area, it's a 275-mile radius around Dallas. Um, but we are looking to develop out, and the I mean, the dream is to have it nationwide because it is so important. We hear from couples all the time that they went, they tried, and they've been to the therapist, they've been to the other options, and it just wasn't working. Um, and so we're so thankful that they're able to find us and come to us with that.
1: That's great. Okay, another question coming <laughs> in from Crystal. Why when, she says they cheat, but... I guess when your spouse cheats and they're they're a first responder, do their peers overlook it, especially with other firefighters? I guess this is a firefighter that is doing it, but is that is that commonplace that they are protective of the infidelity?
6: I think with any um, type of career that you're in or any type of brotherhood or service that you're in, um, your your brothers or sisters are somewhat you know protective of you and protective of your choices. So I don't know if it's necessarily just to the firefighters. I think you know, any, any service community is like that. And, um, I don't know if we necessarily see that all the time. I don't know if that's, you know, something that we've seen or encountered and, you know, if, if it is, we, we apologize that, you know, are are sorry that you're going through whatever you're going through and we'll we'll pray for you that, you know, everything works out the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I mean, the principle in the Bible is bad company corrupts good morals. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably there's a, there's a, uh, an environment within military, first bond or whatever, where you're going to have certain groups that may be a little less of a good influence mm-hmm. than others. But by and large, I would I would think that um, you can find some good friends, good brothers mm-hmm. within that community to keep you accountable sure. um, that would tell you not to cheat on your wife. Sure. Uh, so encouraging that, you know, yeah. cutting off the friends that are mm-hmm. bad influences Absolutely. and that sort of thing. Okay, Kathleen says during active duty time, there was no time to attend retreats, etc. Would retired military benefit from your programs?
6: Yeah, so we do um, active and veteran couple or married couples. Um, and, you know, I think it's just as as important for our veteran couples to go through the programs that we have. They've been through deployments and, you know, different things like that. Mm-hmm. So to get them through our programs as well and learn from them too, um, you know, what struggles they face during deployment that could maybe help another couple that's going through our programs as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In interacting with um, some of the couples that y'all have had through the program, just listening on the, on the calls mm-hmm. and stuff, um, I was taken aback a little bit. I, I know this to be true, but I don't know that I... I'd, I'd never experienced this firsthand, and that is Chris Kyle. I mean, he means a lot to these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How important has that been to um, getting guys involved, getting people involved? And do you see that being, you know, um, a huge benefit to the program?
5: I think. It, I mean, it is because you know he he's so respected. You know, he they lived the life, they went through it, they understand. Taya understands, and so I think that is really. not comforting but it's familiar for people and they respect him they have a lot of respect for him and um so when they come to us they may not necessarily know what they're what we may do or they may not know all the details but they know he was a respectable guy and and so that just kind of translates into how they view the foundation
1: it seems as a guy's guy Mm -hmm. he really is and then you know there's there's a little bit of lore out there that you know you get to see in the movie Mm -hmm. and reading Mm -hmm. the book that for guys like Seth and I, we want to someday become Navy SEALs. Um, that day, that ship is sailing for me. Uh, but, you know, you see those guys and, and you really see what he's accomplished in his mm-hmm. life and it's inspirational. And yeah. so I, I I just feel like y'all have so many good opportunities because of the legacy he's left mm-hmm. um, to really reach guys' hearts mm-hmm. and they'll lower their defenses if they know that is yeah. involved still and, and all of that. And so, um, okay, I I have this question, and this question came in. uh, I think it's probably a lot of people feel this way, but how do you show your appreciation for military couples and military and first responders? How do you show your appreciation to them?
6: Um, I think it's just as simple as... You know, I didn't come from a military family, but through working here I'm able to recognize them when we're out and about. It's just as simple as going up to them, thanking them for their service, shaking their hand, but then also shaking the hands of those that are around them, um, whether it's family members or mom and dad or kids, you know, thanking the kids for allowing their parents to go out and serve for us and just, um, you know, being able to, to show that we appreciate what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good. Because, yeah. I, I mean, you, you said that they get it acknowledged all the time Mm -hmm. and you want it to be meaningful you don't want to just be Mm -hmm. flippant right or you're just going hey thanks for your service right but i don't know if sometimes i feel awkward saying it like they're tired of hearing it 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 is a little
6: awkward in the beginning right you're like oh they're eating do (laughs) i really want to go up to them and shake their hand but then um you know we've had nothing but you know great response when it comes to that and then giving thanks to those that are around them um we had one service man you know come came back up to us and said thank you for thanking my wife she always gets kind of overlooked and overshadowed Mm -hmm. for you know keeping the home fort down while i was away and you know making sure that we were all okay um so that's that's been big for us too to kind of you know branch out and thank the others around them
1: it's good talking to sam and taylor from the chris kyle frog foundation they are partners of Marriage today and they are talking about military families and how you can get connect- connected with them to better your relationship if you are a military family out there if you're a couple and one of you or both of you have served um, are active or are veterans they can help you get to a better place and this is a great resource for you it's tailored but sp- not not you, <laughs> it is perfectly tailored, customized for military folks, and it's so good. Uh, we want to tell the world about it. Okay, uh, a couple more questions coming in. Do you have any questions, Seth, you want to ask? No, I just Ro- want to honor you guys. Uh, thanks for <laughs> doing there what you all do. And,
3: uh, I mean, if you're listening to this on audio or, you know, after the fact when it's not Facebook Live... I just take a second and pause and pray for these guys and, and what they're doing to, uh, you know, help those who serve us and mm-hmm. also pray for our servicemen and women that are out mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, risking their lives and and helping, uh, you know, serve the community in the world. Um, so thanks for Thank what you
1: all do. Thank you. Um, this is one of the last questions I want to ask you. But, but if the spouse is out there, how can they relate, try to relate to their serving spouse?
6: That's a tough one. Um, each marriage is different. Each relationship is different. So it's kind of just going back to the grassroots. And like you all were talking about in the beginning, you know, Seth, you said you've only been married for two years. But, you know, you can't pull that po- that you know piece of paper out of your back pocket when you guys are arguing to say, how are we going to fix this? How does this work? That's kind of something you got to work on. Um, so just kind of getting back to whether you've been married for 10 years and you're struggling, just try to get back to those grassroots and try to reconnect, um, you know, one of our our things that we do like to say to our couples is we know that you guys love each other. You know, we love each other, but let's try to remember why you liked each other in the beginning and Mm -hmm. why you started to date and why you got married, Mm -hmm. um, because that's there and that's, you know, why are you guys, why did you date? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's important.
1: Go back to the beginning. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um,
1: we have a question that came in just recently from Kelly and she's in the middle of divorce. Both of her and her spouse are in public safety. They've been married for 17 years and they're going through divorce Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're, they're really in a tough time. They're, praying, they're asking for our prayers, which we'll be praying for them. But they're also asking for um, a program or a book that we recommend for them. But y'all have a specific go-to product or resource for military-serving spouses?
5: I don't know if there's a specific yeah. book. I mean, if they're... If the divorce isn't finalized, I mean, we always encourage them, come check us out, come, come to one of our date nights, you know, nominate yourself for a retreat. We would love, we have couples that come from all walks of life. We had a couple um, that actually spoke this last weekend Mm -hmm. at an event and he was up there talking about how, I mean, they had the, they had everything signed. The paperwork was done and the retreat was kind of, they're like, okay, we'll give this one more chance. Um, and they went on the retreat and they went through these sessions with Corey and they spent time, you know, working through like, why do I like you? You know, <laughs> obviously we got into this for a reason and getting back to that. And now, um, you know, they're finding their way back and they've decided to stay together. And and so definitely, you know, we'd love to have you nominate and, you know, be a part of one of our programs. Um, but I don't know.
1: There's a specific book. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of good resources out there. Obviously, mm-hmm. we recommend Marriage Shape products too. We, mm-hmm. uh, my dad's book, Marriage on the Rock, is great. Mm-hmm. And the the program at Chris Kauf Rock Foundation, we also have Operation Hope, that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people need that immediate lifeline to say, mm-hmm. you know, what is it I can do right yeah. now to mm-hmm. get into a better place. Some of that's working on yourself and making sure you're spiritually in a good place. Satan can continually barrage you with negative thoughts negative emotions. He can put things in your head that aren't true, mm-hmm. um, that it's going to be the end. Divorce is inevitable. Those, those are all lies. and We've all seen people mm-hmm. transformed at the last second because of God and what he does. And mm-hmm. so we definitely will be praying for you, but we also want you to um, get connected to a, a local church, a pastor, reach out mm-hmm. to them, get, get yourself surrounded by people who are going to encourage you every single day to uh, keep moving forward. And things happen. Um, we're all people. We're all I'm human. Sorry. Uh, we can't. We we can't always. Um, we strive for perfection, but nobody ever gets there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we all need a little bit of grace. And so right now in the season, I, I encourage you both just to give each other grace to mend and move past this. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Any other thoughts? No. So this has been so awesome <laughs> to have y'all here.
6: Thank
5: you for having yes. us. Thank
6: you. I
1: feel like I should thank Seth again for. He really um, architected the, uh, the yes. initial. Sponsorship and you guys yes. being a part of the EXO conferences, mm-hmm. and um, really have enjoyed just getting to know what you do. Good Perfect. work!
5: Thank, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you. One last time, URL where people can find you:
5: chris dot or you can send us an email at info at ckffdn.org
1: and these ladies aren't divas. They'll they get the emails themselves. <laughs> yes, and they will we answer do. them. They're so awesome. The entire <laughs> team you. there's great. I Thank met you. Taya at the conference. She also is extremely warm and friendly. Mm-hmm. Real people serving real people. Mm-hmm. And we love it. So check them out, please. And if we've asked we've answered your question on the podcast today, we'll be sending you We'll be reaching out via social media to you to give you your resources. But again, if you want to get one of these awesome challenge coins, you can go to marriageday.com, give a gift today, any gift. Uh, we just want you to be um, know that we are blessed and uh, you are helping the ministry of marriage today by investing in uh, donat- donations to the ministry. But we'll sending this to you. Email your receipt to podcast at exomarriage.com and we'll send that to you. We so appreciate you. We're taking a break for the summer for the Exo Marriage podcast. We'll be back this fall. And we love coming to you. We hope this summer season will be one of the best you have with your spouse. Please take some time to read some books together, spend some time together, date nights, all that's important. And uh, we will be back in the fall with you. Thanks so much. Everybody have a great summer and God bless you.